What's up, girls, gays, and days? Welcome to Film Query, the queer experience of the media you love. I'm Indy, and my pronouns are they, then. And I'm Chloe, and I go by she, her. This week for our Halloween special, y'all are in for a treat, as we have a guest with us, River. Uh, introduce yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, Terry, introduce yourself now. <laughs> okay, um, hello, my name is River, my pronouns are they, he, and, um, I am sometimes a voice actor, um, full-time forensic anthropology student, and um, I go on about being Welsh a lot. <laughs> Ballad. Yeah. Why not? It's better than being English. No. <laughs> yeah, <Maybe>. it really is. <laughs> oh, no, the amount of time since I've like moved for uni, and I just get people going, "You don't sound Welsh," <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm sorry." I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> they want you to sound like the... I couldn't think of any Welsh people, I'm so sorry. I was like, typical Welsh person. I was like, I actually can't think of any Welsh people. All I could think of was that stupid TV show called The Valleys. That is what people expect, though. Because yeah. when, even when Jade does like a Welsh impression to sound more Welsh, he'll do a Valleys accent. However, he does a banging Ness impression from um, Gavin and Stacey. It's actually <laughs> ace. Uh, but cool. no, you're Welsh, and that's A-OK. Since <laughs> this you. is a film podcast, what is your favourite film genre? Oh, um, probably like horror, thriller type Ballad. stuff. Yeah. Um, never been one for romance is I'm arrow ace so it's um yeah sometimes I just I, I like action as well but sometimes they put too much like of a romance plot in mm-hmm. and I'm just kind of like oh well you've ruined it now I just wanted to see you go and like rob some stuff yeah <laughs> It's like Fast and Furious. We wanted to see car action, not yeah. Vin Diesel and whoever it is, Snogging. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> We're here for the cars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so um, this week we're talking about the iconic queer cult film, Lost Boys, which was released in 1987, which is about a newly divorced mum who moves to um, Southern California. Uh, I was going to say, like, not San Francisco. God, where is it? I don't know. Um, They move to a beachy California town um, (laughs) along with two sons, Michael and Sam. Uh, Michael's the older one, Sam's the wee one. And soon the boys are sucked into a mysterious and dangerous world of bakers, vampires, vampire hunters, and the gays. So what did everyone think of the film? I, I was it. impressed. <laughs> well, River has big expectations, like not big expectations, River has a lot of love for it, and I know this. So I went into it hoping I wouldn't hate it, because I thought I might hate it. But it's a really good 80s film. Had you never seen this one before we were going to do it for the podcast? I've never seen half these ones before we do the podcast. (laughs) Great, that's another one we have to add to the list. Add to the list, yeah. I watched the same 
films over and over again. Like I don't really watch new ones. I still haven't watched Parasite, you know. I'm like so I, behind on films. I haven't Indiana. seen that one either. Oh, okay, I feel better now that Rivers lost that one either. Yeah. Yeah. But for someone no, who isn't like a film podcast, I probably should be a bit better. <laughs> Bro, Parasite's such a good film. I've seen gifts of it on Tumblr. <laughs> it's like, it looks great. I mean, it has all the stuff that you enjoy. It's a thriller. It's um, they talk about the class divide. Like that's I the main say class. Yeah, class. Um, also, it's it's not that it's campy, but like the way that um, the poor family try and uh, scam the rich family. It's it's very iconic. I'll have to find it um, illegally. Ooh, you get yeah. a wee pirate hat on. A wee pirate hat. <laughs> I love it. I love pirating. You can find half on Google Drive these days, so I really should just fucking like watch the films. But I'm just my attention span is dross, so it's so That's hard. Fair. It's like I'll start watching something and then I get not even bored because like, I am still like invested in stuff. But I literally just start thinking like oh what if you start doing six year things at the same time and then it turns out I haven't watched any of the second half of the film it's like shit yeah I multitask when I watch films I can't just sit there <laughs> unless I'm like really sleepy <laughs> I can sit there if I'm with someone else because I just talk to them but um Jay's not big on most of the films we do so I don't have anyone to watch them with <laughs> have to just struggle but um Yes, a very good film. River, why do you love this film? Um, well, I like first watched the film probably when I was about thirteen. Um, so that was like what seven years ago. Um, my parents grew up in the eighties, so we had a load of films from then. We've got them on DVD. Mm-hmm. Um. So we started watching them and I found that The Lost Boys is the one that I'd keep going back to watch. Um, I think it's just something about it. Also, probably like gender reasons, because um, I, I have a favourite vampire from the film. And <laughs> um, yeah, it was just great. I, I just I love like the 80s fashion and it was just something that's like, I want to be like them when I grow up. Although I do also really like the Frog Brothers. They mm. were excellent. And I was like, I did I did use a kind of dress similar to the way that the past tense are dressed or like No, like the Frog friend. Brothers. <laughs> now I've gone more vampire. No. Yeah. You're still heavily influenced by this film, can I just say? in your um yeah (laughs) in your outfits and like definitely I can see um (laughs) I can see the vibes when we go for brunch yeah no Um, I I've got um like a vintage motorcycle jacket now as well so that just adds to it (laughs) was that a treat yourself moment um yeah I bought it (laughs) off bold street no where from which one uh I got it from Soho's. Uh, Soho's is probably the better one. Yeah. Don't go was, in Cow. Was, Cow's It was the cheapest place. <laughs> yeah. I had a look around all the shops, don't worry. 
what did you think Chloe? I really like it um it's I can't actually remember what age I watched it at but I remember that I was young so maybe around the 13 mark as well um but I have a funny anecdote so when I was in primary school I used to like go to um drama school on the weekends I know I'm really filling in that theatre gay (laughs) stereotype um but yeah I went to like it wasn't called the Royal Conservatoire but um I went there and it was like weekend classes um to kind of make like friends outside of like my primary class um and one of her like end of term performances I had um one of the songs from Lost Boys and when like we'd finished my mum was like oh my god that's from that film Lost Boys and I was like oh my god mum what's Lost Boys about because I was like eight (laughs) and she told me and she was like it's a bit too old for you now but like um when you're when you're up a wee bit you can watch it and I was like okay cool it's the song see when they're like going into the town um Mm -hmm. strange by echo and the Bunnymen. yes yeah yeah that one um so yeah I watched it I really enjoyed it I just yeah I'm I'm a big horror fan so I was just like yeah I'm here for it (laughs) oh I love the soundtrack it is it, it's the so music good. does slap yeah um my music taste has always been like obviously like swayed by my parents so the way I, I describe my parents taste right my dad was basically like a metalhead um and then my mum was a goth without the uniform because she never really like dressed in like the stereotypical goth way um so um she was the one that got me into Echo and the Bunny Men. And uh what was the story? Oh yeah, um my this is a really random anecdote, but it, it has it's okay. Re- I promise it makes sense. Um my granddad used to collect vintage cars. Um he would like buy them, drive them around for a bit and then sell them on. But mm-hmm. um uh one point he ended up selling one of his cars it was a Ford Zephyr I believe um to Echo and the Bunnymen but he didn't realize it was them he like he didn't know who they were so obviously my mum and her siblings were like you do realize they're in the charts right and got like their autograph or something um it was a long time ago now though so I don't know if my mum still got whatever they signed but it's good. She also has this um single on vinyl of People Are Strange from the film. So I have borrowed that and I now have it as part of my vinyl collection. Ooh, cool. Yeah. That's what you deserve. Ooh. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know why I was all raspy. So I think with the 80s um, kind of gender roles and stuff like that and the kind of I suppose like the fashion from the time kind of blurred gender a lot like but this this film has like the most homoerotic vibe like the entire time you're just like bruh it's very yes. intense it's very intense I, I it's a very good solid um late 80s movie because mm-hmm. 
I'm I'm big on my eighties films, and you can see like it says a lot about the time it was released. If you get what I mean, you can tell with each film the year it was released, like what the vibe was. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, my main point of reference for most of this is Mannequin, um, but I do think this says a lot. I think. Um, it's definitely up there with one of the best 80s films and definitely one of the gayest. It's very... I feel mm-hmm. it's one of them where... Like, do you think they knew? Because the director was openly queer. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. like... So it, we kind of know that it might have been his intentions. But do you think it was read by other people as quite gay at the time? Like in Like if you could like hypothesize kind of thing because I think it's one of them where straight people can watch it and see it as one thing and queer people can watch it and see it as another do you get yeah me? that's that's the vibe that I get um I think when straight people watch it they're just like oh my god Michelin star wow <laughs> the straight ship um but when whenever queer people watch it they're like this is like how do straight people not get this is so obvious but it's like slapping you in the face yeah (laughs) the only thing they could have done to make it gear is like have a pride event halfway (laughs) through the film (laughs) a little parade (laughs) a little parade (laughs) they just stop in the middle of like guys we gotta go to pride no, don't know. They have to stop all this. We have to prize in a minute, and everyone's like, "Ah, oh, let's forget all the drama. We'll go on the float together." <laughs> and then, then the film ends really early because everyone's like, "Oh, we've got so much in common." Because we're like, "Yeah, but we can, we can dream." In yeah, like the ending, we deserved. <laughs> <laughs> when it becomes like, I'll do a remake, and I'll just make it even gayer, but like explicitly gay. Mm. and in the director's cut there'll be a 10 minute sex scene just like there is in straight films and I have to endure those as well I'm going to make straight people endure that with people who you know revenge revenge <laughs> I, it's, straight films have so much like sex in it is unreal it's so it can, comfy as well it's, it's not so even uncomfy. like and it really confuses me because right the only time I want to watch people have sex is if I'm in the mood to watch. You get what I mean? And if I'm watching a film, I'm not in the mood to watch people have sex. Exactly. I'm in the mood to watch a film. So why are you suddenly getting your dick out? Like Exactly. Why? Like, see when we had to do um Outlander for the podcast, that was just insane. Like every bloody ten minutes. Oh my god, yeah. Fast forward button. <laughs> I can't be honest with it. It got so boring. Like at first it was like kind of not entertaining, but I was like, oh yeah, they're having sex again. Okay. But by like season four, I was literally like, fuck this. I don't want to watch I don't care if you're having sex. How did they get anything done in that? Looking back, honestly. They're just having sex all the time. It's insane. But yeah, straight people focus too. That's why Culloden failed. (laughs) (laughs) See, the thing is, straight people, like the pinnacle of straight relationships in films, most of the time, is when they have sex. Do you Mm -hmm. get me? But in like gay films 
at a queer films and like films with queer subtext the climax is like completely different do you get what I mean yeah it's, it's, we're in for the slow burn yes we're in for the slow burn exactly street people it's like a race it's like quickly we have to like fall in love get married have kids quick go 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 this is in films and real life where mm-hmm. like I mean I kind of have done a bit of like you know a speed run with having a kid but like the rest of it was definitely a slow burn and all my relationships prior have been slow burns I think one was a year of like I saw yeah like you can't just flirt when you're gay you've got to do some grand gesture to like yeah like you have to do the sleuthing to figure out if they're also gay or if you know they're a straight in disguise oh my god um and then you have to do the kind of awkward like I like you, you into me. The, oh, uh, I feel sick. No, <laughs> I thought I was through all that. I hate, I hate confessing that you like people. It's, it's so cringy. It's the fear of rejection. It's all consuming. I feel physically sick thinking about it. Think about how I used to tell, but it, it's being so vulnerable to someone else and being like, yeah, here's how I feel, like genuinely. Like a, and the fact that they could just be like, uh, yeah, nah. like, uh, ah, no, nah, I don't really, I don't really want to do that. It's like, oh shit, valid, of course, but like, well, yeah, I respect. <laughs> I think, yeah, I wasn't like angry that you've not angry because you have rejected me. If that makes sense, I'm angry because mm-hmm. not even angry. You know what I mean, I'm upset because I've been rejected. There's two. You get there's a difference. Yeah, in yeah. It's natural to be upset by being by being rejected but you shouldn't take it super duper personally because it doesn't mean that you're not worth it it just means you're not that person's cup of tea yeah for some reason I got the like see when you were saying it doesn't mean that you're not worth it I got you know the L'Oreal the L'Oreal you're worth (laughs) it (laughs) I can never say maybe anymore because all I can think is maybe it's Maybelline every time yeah after that's so capitalism ha- for you it, that it roots into your brains fun fact the go compare adverts banned in our house my mum hates it <laughs> fun fact they keep putting adverts in the middle of Archie's songs that he watches in the morning um and the other day he got an advert for Christian rock and I was like what and then I came in and he was listening to Christian rock and I was like what the fuck is going on in here <laughs> like why have you got this on Who, what, what have you clicked it obviously you haven't clicked it but I'm like what the hell yeah it's like one minute it's Baba Black Sheep yeah, yeah and then all of a sudden it's like God is Jesus great. is <laughs> our Lord <laughs> I don't know, know how Christian rock goes but I think that's it <laughs> kind of like that did you know Owl City's a big Christian no like massive Christian yeah no no, yeah, he's like one of the biggest Christian like pop stars going. He was he's so Christian, they play his music on the Christian channels. Do you get what it like? That's the mm-hmm. like even though it's not about Christ, they're playing it because he's such a good Christian. Like such a big good Christian. So leave fireflies yeah. out of this. <laughs> <laughs> I used to cry to fireflies. I don't know why. When I was like 13, I found it really like oh, but like now I'm like, what was wrong with me? I'm so mentally ill. 
had some first sign yeah. of mental illness always if you stand the later stages is becoming a k-pop star oh no i must uh, i must have skipped a stage because <laughs> i've been into k-pop since i was like nine <laughs> I mean, like the Twitter stands, you know what I mean? Oh, Who are like, yeah. you know, wouldn't Jung, Jung Cook, yeah. I was just, I got another one in my head by accident, like another Korean name. But wouldn't like Jung Cook look so cute as a cow? You know the tweet I want about mm-hmm. the cow tweet. <laughs> Do you know the cow tweet, River? Um, no, but I think I've seen some similar. Let me find it and I'll read it out. No, please. <laughs> I'm not strong enough. I think I have it on my phone. <laughs> Let me see. Because I was trying to show my friend how crazy, like, K-pop Twitter is. Because they're into K-pop. And I was like, you know it's crazy out there. And they were like, what? And I was like, yeah. Um, No, I've just got the ones about K-pop and queer baiting. K-pop crowd tweets in my recent searches. It's, it's not Jungkook, it's, um, it's, it's Jimin. Oh, Baby cows no, are so Jimin. sweet. Cow hybrid Jimin with the prettiest big eyes that teed up when his soft tits are milked and his voice pitching up <laughs> high when someone's just... <laughs> <laughs> ah. You can do it, you can do it, you can do it. His voice pitching up high when someone reaches down to touch his cute little cock because he doesn't deserve it, but it takes the edge off. Oh my god, that's disgusting! <laughs> There's a cricket one. Hmm? There's a cricket one. About, oh god, like, I'm looking at that Jimin. one as well. <laughs> Would you like me to read that out as well? This is, if, if River Been On is the Halloween treat, this is the Halloween trick. <laughs> Imagine cricket hybrid Jimin with his baby eyes and wobbly legs when he's coming. He tries desperately to be a good boy, but... He eventually submits to his own desires and rubs his legs together mercilessly, craving the sweet friction. <laughs> There's more. I just don't want to read it. Why? Why would you write this about a real person? People are weird. <laughs> it's hurt. Echo me. and the I... bunny men were right. People are strange. <laughs> yeah. It's so bad. Like. I can't. That was a, a fun thing to hear in the morning. <laughs> cow hybrid gym. Every day. Cow hybrid gym. K-pop stands. We admire your dedication. But please get help. But please but remember that these are real people you're writing about. They will. They could see it. Imagine. Imagine you're like in you. You're like you little K-pop man, and you come out and have your coffee, and you're like you know in your nice little apartment and you turn on twitter and you fucking read imagine cricket hybrid jimin and it's like yeah it's like i just like luna i think they're cool i'm not writing imagines you know th- i'm just vibing i th- like there's nothing wrong with liking k-pop it's when you're like a k-pop like twitter stan yeah with a capital s yes i feel the ones on tumblr are like a little bit more normal they're just a bit more gift sets oh maybe. yeah yeah, but like the gift Twitter, sets are fine. It's like it's unhinged. Like, a, like the fucking Wild West out there. Anything goes. People like there's one. Have you seen the one where she's like, if I ever meet this K-pop star, um, I would kill myself in front of him and then hold up a picture of his girlfriend 
so that every time he sees her, he thinks of me and change the trajectory of their relationship forever. Please stop. That's like a tweet on the internet. I'm not even joking. Yeah. See, Stan originally wasn't like a... Like, it originated as, like, stalker fan. So it's all right to be a fan, but to be a stan, like, it originally meant, like, you were basically a stalker. I think think there's a word in Korean for it, but I don't know. But it's, like, people... The the way that people treat K-pop idols are so weird, because, like, people literally send period blood and stuff like that. It's gross. They send what? You heard me. <laughs> I swear to God, I swear. Every day in my life, I find out that something terrible. The David Michael Starr love triangle, not love triangle thing. Wild. It's I... just so gay. Yeah. I was not a big fan of Starr. But... I think when it was we, I was just glad there was another girl. Like, there was a girl. Oh, I was like, oh see, my god, get all like we're on the opposite end of that because when I was little, I hated when there was only one girl. I was like, I'd rather it just be all boys. I don't get why I, because when even when I was little, it felt really forced. Oh yeah, it still felt really forced, but I was just glad to have a girl in there because I could be like, oh my god, she just like me for real. Is that yeah. what you like? Yeah, like Amy was my favorite Sonic character, like when it was we, because. Yeah, I love Blaze because she didn't look like any gender and she was purple. So I was like, my two favorite things: unidentifiable gender and purple. Who's your favorite Sonic character, River? Um, I'm sorry to admit this, but I have never actually like seen anything to do with Sonic. <gasps> oh my god! I know. So, I'm so sorry. So I'm really sorry, but like. As my friend, you're gonna have to come to my house and watch both Sonic films with me. Okay. <laughs> like that. Have, oh, imagine not knowing the joys of Sonic the Hedgehog. You, oh River, you'd love Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> oh River, you'd love him. He's red and black. <laughs> He's a wee guy. He's got so much angst in him. <laughs> He would love Lost Boys. He would he would love Lost Boys. Oh my god, I think you might be Shadow the Hedgehog Kin, River. I'm so great. <laughs> I on it I could see it. Yeah, and yeah. most of my wardrobe is red and black as well. See? <laughs> oh, Either that or we just send send them the snap cube dubs. <laughs> oh the snap cube dubs. I still need to watch the Shadow the Hedgehog one. For some reason, I just can't get through it. Every time I watch it, I fall asleep halfway through. <laughs> like, genuinely. It's the Susan voices. Yeah. Anyway, Lost Boys. Um, Lost Boys. Girls, Gays and the Days. Um, so, yeah, the kind of... There was a bit where Michael was being turned, I suppose, and he's getting, like these like hallucinations of like star and then it just goes to like david and it's just like oh bisexual icon it's like fellas is it gay to hallucinate about another man yeah (laughs) it is 
yeah but not in a bad way not in, not in a bad yeah yeah <laughs> yeah no full, full support here you know yeah but um yeah it felt weird that it was like kind of a love triangle but also not but also I'm gonna not. say what kind of name is star it's right I'm gonna say it it's a prostitute name and there's nothing wrong with that if you're a prostitute called star but no one is out here naming their kids star unless it's in Welsh or any other language because then that makes sense but like no like I bet English you there's going to be language. people called Star that's taking offence to this. <laughs> like, my actually, in, I was named inbox, after the Lost Boys character. How my dare inbox you? Is open. Come at me. My inbox is always open. But yeah, no, I don't. I don't rate the name Star. It it does kind of seem they were like, oh, we've accidentally made this too gay. We need to come up with a woman character. <laughs> Who did you sleep with last? I sort of a prostitute named Star. That's a great name. Bang her in, go. And I feel like that's kind of, you know, swoop. Because Star's not a real name. I'm going to like, Google it. Are there people called Star? There will be, but like it's, it's not what you, it's not what real people call their kids to be it's fair like no one calls their kid apple but chris martin did because he's famous someone i am um, i know their sister is called angel that's terrible i'm sorry it was after um oh no the buffy character oh that oh, oh. I've met like loads of people yeah. called Angel. It's you it's, know, it's a name. It's a name. It's better than Star. It's more of a name than Star. Star to me is just not not great. I mean, a good alias if you're online, I suppose. Like it, it's like a you know, it's a good made up name. Mm-hmm. Like for for a fictional character, there's nothing wrong with her being called Star. But if she was a real person, she'd get the myth taken out of her. Yeah, like we have people called like David, Michael, Sam, Naruto. Oh wait, I thought we were about like sorry, wrong thing. <laughs> I thought we were about kids like names these days. Actually, Naruto like... made a cameo <laughs> in the Lost Boys. Naruto yes. would love the Lost Boys. He would see himself as Michael and David would be Sasuke. Yeah. So a lot of people say that the kind of in this film particularly that there's a huge metaphor for like the AIDS epidemic um, because of when the film was released and stuff like that. I mean because like the transference of blood was like quite dangerous at the time which valid. Um, and then people were talking about like the kind of model panic of you know the all-american vibe with these oh my god these delinquents these weirdos the other the other capital o yes um but i think like you had mentioned in the plan andy about how it's kind of hopeful as well because it's like finding community with people like you yeah I think that's kind of what I because you've got to look for a silver line and everything and it was like that as well 
um with the AIDS epidemic yes yeah like people banded like, together yeah people banded together and it was like a terrible obviously it's a terrible disease but people did like find other people to like share the time they had with mm-hmm. they didn't just like lie down and be like yeah I'm just you know there was this sense of like community and like in the whole of the queer community as well because like it wasn't like you know the lesbians just sat down and didn't do anything you know what I mean it's like yeah. everybody came together so I think it kind of shows the other side of it of yes it was a very terrible thing but the queer community did come together beautifully kind of like you know so um but I do think yep. it is a quite a good metaphor in my opinion yeah finding community you know, oh my god, I'm I'm just like you, you're just like me. <laughs> <laughs> um and that all shatters with the ending. I love the ending. Because I they think... all die. Well not all of them, you know what I mean. No, I forgot about the bit with the granddad. That's why I oh. love like, the ending. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't love that everyone died. Um sad. That everyone dies but um yeah r.i.p but i'm different <laughs> rip, 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 i'm built different um yeah so do you want to talk about the old the old guy because you said that you like that but yeah so at the end the granddad like drives his fucking truck through the wall mm-hmm. um kills max um and then the granddad just gets out of the car and grabs a drink and goes, I just, I'm paraphrasing very much because I did watch this week and I'm very tired. It's basically like one thing I hated about living here is the fucking vampires. And I loved it. It's very tongue-in-cheek 80s vibe. Mm-hmm. I very much enjoyed it. And it was a nice comical ending. I like a, like a, horror comedy you know yeah I hate it when it's all horror Didn't horror kind of has has to take the piss out of itself a bit I feel yeah like if, it if it's not like super tense because there's like I think there's a divide in horror like this campy horror and then there's like psychological horror which is like mad tense and building up tension and it's like two hours and a half long and you're like Jesus Christ but also I'm here for the ride, but like, bro. It's <laughs> like <laughs> my heart can't take it anymore. Yeah. So River, you mentioned you had a favourite vampire. Who's your favourite vampire? So his um from the Lost Boys, and um, his name is Dwayne. He is played by Billy Worth. Um I Google it to make sure. Um he is the one with the really like long black hair Ooh, I'm, I'm googling them now iconic yeah I rate that yeah like That's if you're gonna be like a cool vampire dude like you have to go all out definitely like you have to have the fit you do have to yeah. have the fit yeah um, I was watching a couple of like videos on YouTube more like video essay type things talking about mm-hmm. the film 
and there was one bit in one of them talking about like the hairstyles because they wanted all the vampires to have fairly long hair but um Kiefer Sunderland didn't like it um so on the day of like when he was getting all his like hair and makeup done he was just like oh by the way can you just like cut some of it and um he partially thinks he is a bit responsible for creating the mullet oh apparently we have a mullet though i'm just having like a a wee look off it's not like it's like the shit mullet i'm sorry yeah like I think There's he still likes the Billy Idol kind of album cover, mm-hmm. and the one where he's like in the leather kind of waistcoat and he's got like blonde spiky hair. And I think he saw that and he was like, "I like that. Let's do that." But then obviously kept a bit of it long. That's the name of the town. It's Santa Carla. I can't believe it took me this long to remember. Okay, so um, that's been Film Query for this week. We <laughs> hope you enjoyed our super special Halloween episode. We hope you enjoyed having River on. They were great. Woo! I didn't start a clapping noise, but like, I'm holding my mic. <laughs> oh, I just have it. Um, yeah, our, we have a banging site. Always in the description of our episode. Our Twitter and TikTok are at Film Query. Our Instagram is at Film Query Podcast. And yeah, stay stay spooky, stay safe, and stay warm. Stay warm. Yeah. Okay. Bye, Gucci Gang.